it's time to meet up and catch up at the Weekend Water Cooler. Now, here's your host, Gene Bolduck. Okay, welcome, welcome to the Weekend Water Cooler. I am Gene Bolduck, your host. I am joined today by Penny Rich, my year-end correspondent. I can't believe it, Penny. It's the end of the year, and we know it. Oof, we made it through another year, Gene. Man, I, you know. Unbelievable. I hope hope that's right. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. We got a little bit left. We're we're recording a little bit ahead, and and but this will be our last show this year. And I, I have to say, you know, I take nothing for granted. I hope you're right. Oh, no, goodness. You know, it's <laughs> been, look forward it's to been a year, a right? Year. Oh, man. Oh, for both of us. What we a both ride. Had some, yeah, we both had some uh, health issues with family members. And we had, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. there right. ups you know, I, I have, you know, so yeah. let's say right off the top. Thank you, everyone at UNC Hospitals at every location. Yeah, absolutely, at every, every location. location. I was, I was at one point, folks. This was, this was one of the more unremarkable episodes in our drama, Penny's and mine, <laughs> is that we tend to uh, run into each other. Uh, yeah. When each of us or both of us are on the way to somebody at the hospital, and the last time was when I was waiting while my brother was having surgery on his hand, and here came Penny and her sister to come visit her mom. Up on the uh, who had just broken her Westboro ankle campus? Yeah. Who, who, your, your mom who just broke her ankle, skydiving or something, right? I mean, right. <laughs> she, yeah, she was doing something crazy like that. I walk into the lobby and I hear Penny, and I'm like, Jean. <laughs> and there we I know are, you hear that sound, and you're going, room. I'm going, Penny Rich, and she's like, she's being introduced on the radio. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> exactly and, and yeah. you and your sister who by the way, also say it was like six o'clock in the morning right it was that's right because david david's procedure was at it like 6 30 i think it was well before seven at a minimum and i'm sure you were thinking that you were oh going to walk in yeah. there and there'd be three people in the whole building and one of them was me what <laughs> uh, but i have to say yeah. your, your your lovely sister I could have picked up, I, I could have picked her out of a lineup and said, uh, yeah, that's Penny's sister right there, that one. <laughs> Both of my sisters kind of look, my younger one looks a little bit different, but the my older sister, I don't, I don't know if you met her. Her Often people say, are you twins? Which I don't understand because she's got the one that that left the, the pie in the oven for a year. She's got blonde hair and blue eyes. I, I have brown hair and like, you know, these darkish, greenish, I don't know how people say we look alike but i'm know, sorry can we, re- another story. Can we review the hair re- color one more that. time blonde hair blonde okay. hair and 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 you have what you well i used to have brown hair you used to have, thank white. you you used to have brown hair now it's improved yeah. it's kind of white i've upgraded like, i've upgraded to gorgeous. my silver yeah silver it's gorgeous curls. and recently trimmed beautiful yep. i know you probably don't feel this way, but I I do envy you the curls. I always want the curls, hair yeah. and, and I bet you I bet you would have preferred otherwise. It seems to be. Oh awful. no, I love my curls. I would, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I know this is not what this show was about, but I have to tell you, I don't. I've never owned a comb or a brush, and it was just so wonderful because I get out of the shower. I'm like a dog. I shake my hair. It you falls just, into these curls. A, a pick or something to my hands. My my you hands. Just run through it, right? That's it. Boom. I'm done. Some I fingers go out the run door. through it and that's it. That's it. Boom. It's natural, it baby. Yeah. I love it. I love, yeah. it. I love yeah. it. So what do we got okay. today, Gene? So, yeah. so this year, so when this year kicked off, what did you think was going to be the biggest thing 
this year? Um, I, you know, I was really concerned about the economy. I don't know about you, yes. but I was really, con- that was, that was the thing that bothered me the most that we weren't getting back on track after COVID. And, right. um, you know, I think people were, were scared. I think there were not enough people working anywhere. Um, yes. And so that was yes. a huge problem, but at the same time, the prices of just everything just yep. exploded. There were shortages, um, supply chain yeah, issues. Still, yeah, still. Um, uh, you know, labor shortages, you know, you just, I mean, and that's still a bit of a thing. I mean, it is. And you see that the major retail chains, you know, Walmart, all the grocery chains, they've gone to all these self-checkout, which people just love slash sarcasm font. I mean, it's, they've really, it's almost like they overcorrected. Yeah. They figured out that one person could monitor four checkout stations. So they just cut jobs and, and uh, I guess that it's more profitable, but I have to tell you, I, you know, I really avoid going to Walmart now. I mean it because I am not going to stand for 15 minutes in a line to check myself out self-checkout it's i feel the same way with target awful. though i think target is and i i wrote a, oh, a yeah, post about target yeah yeah i mean it's the same thing it's it there's and i actually went and i needed something at target because only target had it and i stood there for about i don't know three minutes line wasn't moving nothing everybody has a problem when they check out something yeah. didn't go right i put my stuff down and one of the people working there said, well, you can't leave that stuff there. I'm like, well, I can't take it out the door with me. Yeah, well, I'm not, what do you want it, me to but do? you'd probably have a problem with that, too. Yeah, what do you want me to do? So, yeah, I really do think that that 23 has showed us that the, the workforce is not back. Um, and right. it's it's really is an inconvenience um, in, a, in a lot of ways. I mean, and I'm not picking on people for not going back to work, but oh, my goodness. It's so you interesting, know? too, though, Penny, that at the same time and in the in the exact same time frame <clears throat> we've had these enormous strikes from unions that yeah. have been wildly successful right. i don't remember ever seeing strikes like this that worked and yes. i mean these really worked one of the reasons that they yeah. worked is that in case after case the writer strikes the 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 you know, the auto workers and and so forth, they're right. The company is making massive, uh, you know, profits and it's it's not redounding to the workers. And that is just manifestly unfair. It is. And Gene, I agree with you. I think that that this is a huge story in 2023 about how these unions have successfully negotiated for their workers and, and had the it, president a, the under yeah. our underappreciated president mm-hmm. walked on a picket line that's right for the first time ever to ever. make the point yeah that's lunch bucket joe everybody right. should remember that that that's a huge the democratic party would do well to remember that that is how joe biden built his entire political career is as lunch bucket joe um, relating to ordinary people, right? Working people, and understanding kitchen table issues, and even though he has lived, thankfully, a long and mm. uh, successful life as a public servant, um, a title that I know he would consider the highest compliment, public servant. 
Yeah. Uh, he has made plenty of money for himself, especially in the last decade. Uh, and in the time that he was out of office. But he still understands what it is to have trouble making the bills. And yeah, he doesn't to figure forget. out what to do. That's right. He doesn't forget. And he doesn't forget his humble upbringing. He doesn't forget any of this. And I, that's why, you know, another reason why I think he's such a wonderful president. And we don't hear enough about this, Gene. I know you and I talk about it, but we don't hear enough about his accomplishments. And I, I think, right. uh, you know, news media, if you want to talk about 2023, the, 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 the media has not gotten it back together again i think we spoke about this a little bit last week or maybe the week before they've not they've not gained any ground when it comes to really doing uh neutral reporting it's all this opinion sort of reporting and they forget about what the american people really want to hear and we want to know that gas prices are 2.99 now when's the last time gas prices were 2.99 going into a holiday it, it's that's joe biden that's doing that you know well that's right and and it's the it's the it's the stability and the monetary management of monetary policy. You know, I I'm just remembering we were thinking drawing thinking back to this time last year. <clears throat> I think one of the things that we were concerned about in the economy, I think I think this kind of went across party lines, was that uh, the Biden administration quite rightly injected a gigantic stimulus into the economy, it was absolutely necessary uh, after COVID. Uh, when he came into office, he passed a gigantic stimulus package, which conveyed cash directly to Americans for them to spend however they needed to spend it. Um, this was wildly successful, but that, that enormous injection of cash all of a sudden um, is is a big part of what drove the cycle, at least initially, of inflation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just a thing that you have to put up with. And I think that what part of what the administration did so well this year is they didn't lose their minds when everybody was talking about a recession and how right. how terrible this inflation was. There were all these news stories, as you point out, about the news business, about the cost that they pick one thing, the mm -hmm. cost of eggs through the roof. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't think I ever paid a crazy number for a dozen eggs. I don't it's I don't think that, was, that they were yeah. that they were up, you know, in places. And that's a supply chain issue. Right. Um, but I, you know, I was just looking at the specials for the upcoming holiday dinner that I'm anticipating making and i noticed <laughs> uh that the price i'm not saying i'm buying one uh but that the price of prime rib on sale 7.99 a pound exactly what it was last year and yeah. what it is throughout the year whenever harris teeter puts that on sale so at the price of turkeys did you what did you pay for your thanksgiving turkey i paid about six dollars for mine 29 cents a pound on sale right so a lot of that stuff has, was overhyped. It was really yeah. over. And that, that gets into a whole cycle of, of, uh, you know, groupthink is, is what it right. amounts to. Right. And so then the discussions continue, right. And it just snowball, snowball effect that everybody thinks that, you know, the eggs are really $6 a dozen. Well, yeah, pasture eggs. They go out every week and buy them and they're not. Right. And they're not, I mean, they yeah. just know they're not that much. Uh, eggs, the price of eggs have of course come down 
since that little crazy um, yeah. stunt. But I will um, tell you one yeah. more thing. Then we'll take our yeah. break. Which is, yeah. I saw I saw a column by Robert Reich, uh, and he said, and I think he's right, that a lot of corporations took advantage of the psychology of inflation, which is yeah. that people see prices going up. They anticipate, they're not happy about it, but they anticipate prices going up. So they raise their prices because they know that what they sold for a dollar last week, they can sell for a dollar, a dollar 20 this week. And I know that Walmart did this. I know they did penny because it mm. used to be, you could buy this little loaf of Italian bread for a buck that's made right there in the store for a buck. And all of a sudden it's a dollar 47. It's mm. not an expensive item, but do the multiplication about how many times they sell those in a day, Right. in one right. day, you take, yeah. you take a hundred, a hundred grocery items from Walmart and things that they have complete control over the supply chain of that item. And they just jack the price because they can. And take a look at who's made unprecedented profits this year. Uh -huh. Guess what? Walmart. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's not an invitation to invest in Walmart. I, I will tell you, I don't know if Walmart sponsors our show. I'm pretty sure they don't. But we're going to take a quick break and uh, and hear from our sponsors. And we're going to hear more from Penny Rich as we break down what the heck happened in 2023. Uh, it's the end of the year and we know it. You're listening to the Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, I'm back with uh, Penny Rich, who used to be my favorite personal chef. I guess you're not personal chefing anymore. Oh, it's no, no. I spend my days up at the courthouse now, yeah. Just just for the family, right? Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. That still happens. Oh, I mean, I know you never give up that. No, <laughs> no. Come on. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got to say, this year, this year in food, for me, has been, um, because it's a stress reliever, has been a thousand and one episodes of beat Bobby Flay. This is at Rick and I are addicted to this show. Are you really? That's show funny. Just about every night. We just, we love Bobby Flay, but we also love many of the celebrity chefs that are on the show. Um, as you know, they're, they're his friends. It's, it's yeah. obvious. These people are really friends. Right. And our favorite above all else is Sonny Anderson. For some reason, she just kills me. She's so funny. Um, and, and she's, uh, she's a uh what do they call it she's a home cook uh kind yeah. of chef but but she's on a lot of these food network shows um she's got a and, fun podcast too you know it's called yeah uh, i yeah Cooked i saw Bulk. that i saw that? that very and, funny and i think it's really cool she's got yeah. she's got a true crime food podcast true crime food podcast yeah <laughs> so and i listened to, i listened to one of them about wine it was great yeah yeah so it's like who done it but also um yeah who made it yeah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. yeah, she's she's a real interesting person. She, you know, she was in the Air Force. She was uh, in the military for uh, for a stint and yeah. started I think she started cooking. Um, I, I mean, aside from with the family and whatever, I think she started really cooking um, in the kitchens, you know, as part of her job in the Air Force. And and I think that's where she really got into it. But we we enjoy we enjoy Bobby Flay and a number of the. Uh, for some reason, what is this? Um, the competition cooking shows. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. I have to tell you, I know a lot of people like them and that's why they have them, right? But I'm just, yeah. 
I just never th- thought of food as a competition. And I know, I know the competitions have gone on for got hundreds of years, yeah, right? Forever, the chili right? cook-offs yeah. and this and that. I just don't see that because, because we know that there are reality TV shows on the food network, right? right? We know that they're staged. I mean, right. there's no way all of the um, ingredients that you want to use for your secret, whatever. Um, yeah. Right. Is in, right. In that kitchen. There's yeah, no some way, of them are really know? kind of, like, wow, on. it's pretty lucky yeah. that they had squid and lobster in the refrigerator. In the refrigerator, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but you know, talking about food, I was doing a lot of research trying to figure out what what what, what happened in 2023, and it turns out that fried chicken is back on the on the menu as well. Well, all you have to do dishes. is go to Franklin Street, Penny. Yeah, yeah, oh uh, my right. God, raising canes. Yeah. It only I took know. Uh, 19 years for them to get that location open. <laughs> At Franklin Street, I I think I was um in high school when they started oh my goodness, promoting yeah. Rising Canes. I'm joking, obviously, but um, what, you know, you you're a um a recovering public official. What the hell took so long? Well, I don't know. I, I, I heard yeah. and stopped, right? Right, right. And I th- I think that there are some code violations which they had to get, and and fixing code violations are very expensive. This yeah. is why you know Crook's Corner could never. Um, be Crook's Corner today because it's not that the code violations that they would never have gotten approval. They'd never get to, to make build that, that. That kitchen yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Corner. yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's that. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of things that go on that you, if you can't get your certificate of occupancy, um, you know, it just it took too long. Yeah. It just took too long. Yeah, and when but, you're going to fix you know, it, if you have to open a wall because of a plumbing thing, you never know what you're getting in there, and that's an old property. Right, right. So it just keeps going and going. So then you got to fix that and you got to fix that. Right. So I, I assume that that and, and I don't know for sure, but I'm just assuming that there were um, a number of infractions that had to be taken care of. And, you know, they're expensive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Raising Cane is a chain store. So we have to admit, admit that that would not be if you want to go to fry, get fried chicken in uh, Chapel Hill, you got to go to Mom Dips, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's what you got. I mean, do. if you want real fried chicken, but I'm, yeah, but yeah. you know, there's, I, uh, since they've opened, it seems to me that every time I go by, there's it's pretty crowded. There's a line outside, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that means that it's not that easy to find middle fried range chicken. affordable fried chicken on Franklin Street. I so think that's if right. If you're thinking yeah. about opening a fried chicken place, you might want to think about getting into that spot. Yeah. Well, I had a it's, friend at me, fried you know. chicken. My friend brought over dinner because when mom, after mom broke her ankle, it just life got a little bit hectic. And she brought over uh, fried chicken from Beasley's, which I've never actually had before. It was very good. It was really, you know, it's Beasley's is not here, but uh, yeah, it's in Raleigh. And I, I think it might be in Durham too. But it's just funny to, to look at um, food trends and, yeah. you know, us being in the South. Yeah, we always, we've got, we got fried chicken, we got barbecue. I mean, it's not, it's not that unique for us, but I guess right. when you're not in the South um, and fried chicken becomes like a trend, it, it, it kind of makes you laugh, but it kind of is like, oh, well, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I have to say uh, I've been to many, many events from boards and stuff that I've been yeah. participating in. And you might have a, you know, my, you might have a holiday dinner, whatever that's uh, catered. And, and it seems to me that many, many times. And in fact, when I was on the equity task force for the orange county schools we had a a big meal that everybody came to that was catered and it was kelsey's from hillsborough kelsey's fried chicken ah, and yeah. uh, kelsey's fried chicken mashed potatoes green beans 
I was pretty sure I had died and gone to heaven. I, I mean, <laughs> nobody better, nobody better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and why they don't have a retail location for me to uh, go to every week, I don't know. Yeah, um, because that takeout would be your one of your favorites. Yeah, you know, just while we hit while we're talking right. about food a little bit, I it, there was there's still a trend to have all this plant based food, and um, I just you know being being someone who's who cooked for twenty years and and understand um, how. Uh, being a vegan and vegetarian is a little bit more complicated in your life because you do have to do a lot more prep work. And if you right. do want to have a good, you know, bean burger, it takes a little bit longer than just throwing a, it, a burger on the grill. Yeah. Right. But be, I, just, I just encourage people to be real careful with this plant-based food because it's still ultra processed food and yeah. that's just not good for you. Yeah. You're not eating meat, but you're eating ultra processed food. And you know, if you can't read the ingredients on the back, that back label, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't eat it. Shouldn't eat it. Yeah. It shouldn't be in your mouth either way, either no, saying right. it or eating it. Right. Just <laughs> exactly. keep that stuff. Can only keep pronounceable things. I, I always yeah. say yeah. in your mouth, um, yeah. you know, stay. And, and I guess the pro tip there is just stay out of the middle of the store to the extent that you can. They oh, keep all the process stuff, um, all the stuff that's in a box, that, that the more convenient it is, the, yeah. the more likely it is that it's not so good for you. That's right. Because, um, boy, you can always pronounce sodium. They tend to always be loaded with sodium. I mean, like yeah. Uh, gigantic yeah. amounts um, that you, and this you have to wonder to, how yeah. do they even do that? Well, it leads to health issues that we already know. I mean, we talked a little bit yeah. about thanking everyone in the health um, world, and especially the nurses and people that are taking care of patients every yeah. day. Um, but we, you know, we, we need to do a better job with ourselves. And after COVID, I think people were walking and trying to exercise. Right. Well, I think people started slacking a little bit on that when we got back to uh, every day. So we, we need to, you know, 2024, I don't want to pass resolutions. I hate those things, but you know, come on people. You don't want to, you don't want to slide into, you know, uh, not being healthy and it, eating ultra like, processed food is not good for you. You know, I think that, the, I think that we're in a pendulum situation. We're going to have to take a quick break, but I think that we're in a situation where, you know, COVID drove us all into the house and into, you know, tightening down the amount of contact that we had outside of our pod and, right. and all of that stuff. And, and there's certain benefits from that, but, and now maybe the pendulum has swung the other way where, everybody's out and uh, doing things and saying, you know, I'm going to do things and enjoy myself outside the home. Penny and I, by the way, are going to go to a Carolina basketball game this season. We are. Because we promised last year that we would do it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I don't have a big urge to uh, do anything that's going to mix me up in large crowds of people. But I think, Correct. I think that getting out, uh, getting physical activity that's that's a thing that is on my let's try to do better list mm -hmm. oh yeah um, i wouldn't go so far as to call it a resolution no but i, don't uh, like but I would say i can look at things this year that have pointed out to me that i'd like to i, I want to be physically stronger than i am um i don't i don't spend one minute except for the fact that i weigh myself every day because i think everybody should do that um i don't I don't feel one way or the other about what the number is, except to know yeah. what the number is. Yeah. So, um, cause I think that, uh, being too, um, paying too much attention to your weight is, uh, is, is a bad habit. Oh, but yeah. anyway, Penny. What? 
having sponsors is a really good habit. Oh, yeah. We're going to encourage that habit and we're going to listen to what our sponsors have to say. And we'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to the Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Okay, we're back. Penny and I were were, uh, just talking about... uh, you know, things that you do in your life, ambitions that you have that you don't have, you know, that you act on, some that you don't act on. And I, I was just saying that I, I, looking back that, you know, I don't find myself with a lot of regret in my life, but um, I, I now, now that it, mm. you know, now that it doesn't matter, um, I, I really do kind of wish that I had followed up on going to law school. I mean, at the time when I was graduating from journalism school, I thought, oh, going to law school, that could cost three thousand dollars. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, it was hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, this was thirty years ago. Thirty years yeah. now when I graduated from journalism school. But anyway, um, you know, I I think back on it now, and I, and I I look at what's going on now in the law, and I think it would be so great to be a women's rights attorney specializing in that area right now and uh, and and why part of the reason i think about this is is the kate uh, the kate cox case you say that horrible fast yeah i Um, know right Kate cox is the uh texas woman uh mother of two who was pregnant or or was pregnant last weekend uh with her third child who um has a uh, a catastrophic anomaly in uh, in in the child's uh, formation. The child will not survive childbirth, um, and very possibly would uh, put the mother's life in jeopardy, big time, uh, mm-hmm. if she were to continue her pregnancy. She's about twenty twenty one weeks pregnant, and had this ca- this case is exactly the kind of issue that Roe versus Wade had in mind. That's right. Which is to say that up to a certain point in human pregnancy, and a number of things can go wrong, many, many things can go wrong, and that women should have, uh, women, I, I would just note in this case, women are the patient. That's in, right. In this situation, and that the patient should have the right to end the pregnancy for her reasons, whatever they might be. Whatever they might be. Whatever they might be. Right. At absolutely in the first trimester. Um, and really in the cases that came after Road, like Roe, like Casey, and cases after that, which where this was refined down to roughly the 24-week point in the pregnancy. Uh, this is roughly two trimesters. This this is enough time for all of the many and sundry um, catastrophes that can happen, ectopic pregnancies, serious birth defects, uh, the right. baby not developing a skull, um, or a brain stem, or you know, a really horrible things that parents learn that that the baby they're expecting have these terrible anomalies and will not survive the pregnancy. And so the thing to do is abort the pregnancy so that the mother's life 
is not in danger as well. So, that's right. So that's what that's what Roe was intended. That was what Roe was standard. intended to do. Right. And the Dobbs decision earlier this this calamitous year, twenty twenty three, overturned that for completely political reasons, not for any legitimate legal reason. And a case like this comes along, and this woman goes to her doctor. Her doctor says this is that you need an abortion. Uh, she has two kids. She's pregnant with her third. Obviously, wants to have more kids, but that's not what was going to happen here. And she ends up, her doctor can't do anything. The, doc, the doctor can't move. The hospital can't allow this procedure to happen. They're scared to death of the liability that this presents to them. So she petitions the court in Texas for permission to get Can this you procedure. imagine that you need to petition a court to, to save your life? You have to ask people on the bench if your life can be saved because she could have died. We know that, that this is right. part That's of right. comprehensive health care is to make sure that the person that's carrying the fetus is also going to live. There's no comparable situation that a man would ever go through that would ever, anything, ever. anything approaching this. Nothing. Yet so, men yeah. on the bench decide whether or not right. a woman's life that's this in danger. Woman. And, and the this Texas woman. law, and this is my point, the Texas law says... Abortions after six weeks, which is ridiculous, are banned with exceptions. You know, life of the mother and whatever. Well, the exceptions are worthless because this woman went, petitioned the court. The court said, yes, this is one of those exceptions. You may have your abortion. And Ken Paxton, the Texas attorney general, immediately, immediately, asked the Texas Supreme Court to stay that decision because he would bring legal action, a prosecution against a doctor or the facility that would perform such an abortion because he didn't approve. Right. Okay. He didn't approve of the court's decision in her favor. And the long story short, if you want to call it that, is that she left the state to go to go take care of her healthcare problem. That's then, right. Let me tell you what's going to happen, Penny. This is the happy ending to the story that nobody knows yet. What's going to happen is she's going to come, she's going to have had her procedure. She's going to take some time with her family over the holidays and try to feel normal again for five minutes. And then she's going to file the biggest lawsuit I sure that hope the so. state of Texas has ever seen. And I I'm sure telling so. you, these politicians in Texas, like Ted Cruz and and uh, what's his name, uh, Cornyn, the, the oh. senators, they cannot run fast enough away from a microphone. They will not talk about this. They don't want to have anything to say about this. Oh, we're federal officials. It's state matter. We just call the press. Ted Cruz keeps saying, call the press office, call the press office. Right. They know that they are wildly on the wrong side of this wildly Paxton, on the wrong for what side. reason he is still attorney general i don't know his own criminal case is being appealed so he's staying in his job for some stupid reason well he thinks he's donald trump but you know this this is the state of things and this is the exact test case 
the exact test case that can get Roe versus Wade or its its legal structure reinstated. I promise. Yeah. I promise you that will be the case. I'm going to take a quick break. Penny and I are going to take a deep breath and we're going to come back and talk about fun things. I don't know what they're going fun to be, yet, but they're going to be mm. fun. I mean it. I mean it because it's the end of the year and we have to think positively about what's coming or else. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have some fun. Let's think to the weekend water cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with Penny Rich. And let me tell you what the coin, I'm just looking at my note about Bitcoin this year. Hey, remember oh, Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, yeah God. Well, I hope you didn't have a lot of money on that. Um, yeah. The coin of the realm, in in my observation, uh, uh, the, the word to the wise for this year and for this coming year is women, women, women. Like women it. have turned out to vote in 2022. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and just delivered uh, in 2020, in 2022, and will again in 2024. And I oh, just yeah. want to uh, summarize one one quick point. In a number of states since 2020, there have been abortion, pro-abortion, especially um, last year, mm -hmm. initiatives. That's right. And they've won every time. Every single one. They've every single one. In yep. Kansas. They yep. In Ohio. I was going to say places you wouldn't think they win. It, it right. would win. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, if North Carolina can get a ballot initiative about abortion to, and, and that would have to be, I don't, I don't have it. I am totally ignorant about what this process would be to change the North Carolina uh, constitution to make right. the right to an abortion, to, to basically um, Roe versus structure the North Carolina state law. If we could get that into a ballot initiative, this is something, by the way, that Bill Clinton recommended, which is get these things on the ballot, literally right. on the ballot, not figuratively, like freedoms on the ballot. No, get the right to an abortion on the ballot as a ballot Absolutely. initiative. And women will turn out and vote. And when that happens, Democrats win. Right. And, and women win. And when we win, everybody wins. The economy wins. Everybody wins. Men yeah. win too. Because yeah. we look out for society as a whole. We're as not a whole. Just watching the bottom line. That's right. It's comprehensive. And I, I actually think. As you're talking about this, women will show up in 2024. Women are still very, very angry about That's what's right. going on in this country and, and right. losing their rights and their ability to control their body, have an abortion, have comprehensive health care. Let's not let's stop being afraid of saying abortion, because that's something that was was put in such, yeah. you know, quotation marks that, that were, oh, don't say abortion. No, 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 no. Let's call it what it is. And let's also call it comprehensive health care, because that's what it is. That's and, right. I mean, women are going to show up, Jean. I totally agree with you. And I wish you had gone to law school also and become became an attorney, because I know right now you'd be fighting your tush off for women's rights. Yeah, I would. If there was yeah. something if there was something more specific that I could do, except running my mouth about it, I would do it. But, yeah. but I have to tell you that, you know, everybody at every level 
you know, you need to take this up wherever you are. Because, That's right. and I mean, it's not just about me, it's about my grandsons. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's my kids and my grandkids, all, all of whom are male, you know, but I want them in their fit within the, their families. I want them to have their right to themselves. And I want their significant others to have that also. Because uh, that is I, this kind of thing, this, this kind of thing of the government having this kind of uh, say over uh, who you are and what you do and who you love and whether or not you can practice birth control, by the way, don't think for one no, second, or, folks, that it stops at abortion rights. Right. It it or goes you get to save to your, Griswold. it goes oh, all the way to birth control. And if you get to save your own life, you make a decision to save your life. Right. And and a judge is going to say, no, you can't do that. Do you know how horrible that, that's just, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. Here we are in 2023, closing out 2023. And we're we're talking about women's rights. Like they don't, it's, and I, it's I have, unbelievable. I have to say, it, this is part of the whole thing is that it's such a lie. It's all a big, big um, misrepresentation because exactly. there is exactly, no, I've done a little study of political science in my academic life. Mm -hmm. There is nothing conservative about any of this. No, this is massive, big government involvement in your very personal decisions. There is nothing conservative about that. Mm -mm. Not mm -mm. one thing. Uh, the no. conservative philosophy would keep the government out of your bedroom at all costs. That's right. And this is exactly the opposite of that. It is entirely about um, men wanting to keep women from voting yeah. and participating in public life that's right in, in an equal manner that's what it's about mm -hmm. it's not mysterious it's not even clever to be honest um but you know we would never have expected that people who have had control of the reins of power for so long would just let go of them because we asked them to it right. was never going to be that way. It was always going to be this way. So what we're going to do in our society is we're going to take our example from people like Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, yep. who were poll workers in Georgia, who were harassed and lied about and threatened by Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. And they are taking their case before a jury in Washington right now and in Georgia later. Um, in a criminal matter in Georgia, in a civil matter in Washington, and they are going to own every single toothpick <laughs> and shoelace in Rudy Giuliani's house. Um, you know, he may want to tell you that he doesn't have much in his bank account, but he owns things. Believe me. Oh, yeah. He has a house. He has cars. He has, he has property. Oh, he has real property. It's going to be an estate sale like you won't believe. Yeah, yeah. And they're well, already yeah. Every single thing that ever belonged to him. Oh, right that's down right. It's tube of hair dye <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> on the counter in his uh in his bathroom. They're gonna own all of it. And um he's gonna go to prison to boot for these are crimes. These, no. It is he's... not just defamation. And by the right. way, let's not forget Gene Carroll, who 
won her case against Trump, her defamation case against Trump this year. Women, women, women. Stop right. messing with women. That's my advice for 2024. Just I like that. With women. Stop. No, really stop it. Because I, I think, you know, we're, we're going to see not only women coming out, but I think I think some, uh, you know, states like New York are going to flip and we're going to we may see a majority um, that's going to take over in Washington. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. And as soon as they get in there, they're going to have to protect women's rights. That's that's the, the for me, that is one of the most important things that has to happen right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, codify it, get it in uh, that you should have done a long time ago. And then also get women equal pay. I, I don't understand this, the, how this has gone on again. We're in 2023 and there is women still don't have equal. Pay. It's just I don't know. It's mind blowing, Jean, because we're we're getting to that age where we fought for these things. And here we are doing it again, like 30, 40 years later. It seems like it, it should be settled by now. It seems like you know? it should be settled. It's stunning that it's not. And that we're, I'm, I'm lying on the operating thing. table um, about a month ago. And the surgeon who did my cataract surgery is a mm. woman. Yeah. Should I have asked her, do you make, you know, you know, uh, seven cents on the dollar to your uh, male colleague here? Because... I don't know. Maybe you're not that good. No, of course I didn't say that. Right. <laughs> right. She's exactly. Very, very good. Yeah. And you know, it, it's funny that you say that. I actually, when I look for new doctors or someone that want, I want for, as a service person, I almost always look for women. I've, I've changed everything over because like you said, women are here to, to not only help women, they're here to help everybody. Women take right. the, take a, the, the bird's eye view of everything. They're that's not right. looking at, we're just going to, we just want, you know, strong white men to succeed. No, that's not what women do. That's right. Because, because if like a little that. kid, if a little kid is running down the aisle in the grocery store toward me and falls down, what do I do? Do I say, well, not my kid. No, I don't do no, that. I go over to the, that. I go over to the kid. I, I'm very careful of personal space for a kid who I don't know. And right. I say, sweetie, are you okay? Is this your mommy? She's coming. Here she comes. And right. I'm talking to the child as though it were my own. Right. Because that's what women do. I, I mean, there are exceptions, of course, but by and large, this is what we do. If there's a, if there's a, a, a baby in the next aisle in the checkout line who's crying, then I start rocking back and forth because it's what I do to soothe myself. Right. When I hear a crying baby, <laughs> or you move aside and you let the woman or go, I go ahead over and I ask mom if I can you help wanna... because that's oh, what right. I do. And that's and that's that's what we do. That's right. how we act. That's right. that's like you know, it's just so hard to comprehend. And not I will, acting I will that say, way. I know I'm absolutely sure that the same thing is true in your house. My sons are the same way because they are. Yes, what my sons are lovely. <laughs> Yeah. Now my sons are lovely. I want, I watch my sons do things that uh, I'm just like, Oh, I didn't, I, we never really discuss this, but they'll right. help people. I mean, I, during right. the election, it was pouring raining out. And my son was out there campaigning for me. And this older woman got out of the car to go vote. And my son grabbed an umbrella and ran over two rows down 
to right. put the umbrella over her head to right. walk her right. in to vote. I mean, I didn't, I don't know that I specifically taught him to do that. No, but there he was with that umbrella helping this. No, you woman. didn't have to though. You showed him. Yeah, you yeah. showed him because showed that's him what you would it. do, and that's yeah. what I would do, and that's what Barbie would do. And I'm just, I, I think that that's one of the things that was conveyed in Barbie. I know we talk about this movie a fair amount, but it's because yeah. we love it so much. And by the way, so much. It's racked up nine Golden Globe nominations. Awesome. Which is a pretty awesome. Good, pretty good suggestion as to what the Oscars might do. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the things that is so, so beautifully conveyed in that movie. Um, I, I think that one of the people who kind of won the year was Greta Gerwig, the director of Barbie, who is a young director. I think she's going to do great things. I can't wait to see I do too. what she yeah. does next. I hope it's Barbie too. <laughs> uh, I think, yes. Yeah, she... I remembered uh, we were talking about Barbie last week. Yeah, I remembered what the vehicle was that I was trying to think. I remember this. It like, wasn't the Corvette. I, I was trying to think of the Barbie Jeep. Jeep. It was a Jeep. a Jeep. You know. Yeah, she did also have okay. a Jeep. But, That's right. But the the vehicle I was actually remembering was from the movie was Ken's Humvee. You were right about that. It was Ken that had the Humvee. Yeah. 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 Well, because so, that was very masculine. So, you know. You know so. In in Barbie Land, everything was what all of the Barbie various iterations of Barbie that Barbie was a lawyer and Barbie was a doctor and Barbie was president and Barbie was, Barbie was everything because Barbie Supreme Court justice. Barbie yeah. was, could be everything, everything, be everything. Yeah. And so can you Penny Rich. And you too, Jean Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have great fun here on the water cooler. We're going to have even more next year. I hope everybody has uh, a safe and happy holiday season. Oh I yeah. You do Penny and that you have, I know you've written You've lit. We, we yeah we yeah, yeah we got one more night after tonight yeah. yeah and Merry Christmas to you and your family I hope you all have a good time too well you know we're just trying to keep it in the middle of the road at my house we're just yeah. trying to <laughs> stay away from Manning Drive if you know what I'm saying hospital uh -huh. um, and yeah and, uh, and just just trying to just trying to keep everybody happy and healthy and that's all we ask for this year absolutely and so so far so good yeah so so we'll wish everyone well and. Uh, if you if you're going out, stay stay safe, especially especially around these uh, holiday times and and the rush of the season. And uh, if you're staying in, especially you know New Year's Eve, maybe mm. uh, keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene Bolduck and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.